Come one, come all, it's this week's Monkey Nut Punch Podcast. My fellow reprobates are with me. I was going to press the button, but trying to manage everything all at once, it was just a little bit hard. I need another screen just in front of me down here so I can press buttons. So, um, uh, we've got Keith. Say hello, Keith. Hello, Keith. We have Nigel. Say hello, Nigel. Hello. What's up? One of you. One of you's only got one testicle. Isn't that right, Keith? <laughs> Riding a bike. That's how he lost it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> Go for a run. Go for a run. Get some nice trainers. Don't ride a bike. It's not worth your balls. Uh, for a moment, I thought you meant he's had one test tickle. No. <laughs> Funny enough, I actually did go to find a new pair of trains yesterday, and I think that's how I put my back out, but anyway. <laughs> Hang on a second. You're the only person I know who can put their back out buying trainers. I, I don't know what I did. I think I got out of the car awkwardly or something, but Adidas had a 70% sale, so I went looking, and they had nothing. But, uh, yeah, so I came back with a bad back. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a lesson to you people. Don't go buy trainers, buy them online. Also, if you're going to buy running shoes, get Brooks or the Sam, or whatever it is, Solomon ones, because they're, they're more expensive, but they, they work better when you run. Anyway, on that note, I think it's time we got on to some movie news. So let's start off with our first article. Right, despite what the title says, um, this story is called Indiana Jones, what has Harrison Ford slash James Mangold done this week? Because that's what we're all getting news-wise. It's all bad news coming out of this this, this film. Um, apparently, uh, during some, uh, what was it, uh, rehearsals for fights, stunts, etc., um, the actor suffered an injury to his shoulder uh, and um, he won't be able to do filming for another five weeks. <laughs> Um, so they're, they're trying to they use the term reconfigure the shooting schedule to try and get as much stuff in as possible um, a source said that uh, he was uh, filming an action sh- uh, scene on a train with Pinewood Studios in Buckinghamshire when he felt it go so he's all of a sudden his shoulder's just gone <coughs> could imagine just, my brother has dodgy shoulders so they like, pop out of the socket every so often so he's about to have it pinned in um, but that was always quite painful to tell me, oh, I can't come out, I've popped my shoulder. And then you have to go down the hospital and pop it back in and then set up surgery. So I could imagine Harrison being an old man has got something similar going on, uh, but I less like to shrug it off. And given the fact that he's miserable, he must have been the greatest person to be around that day, I can tell you something. Um, you say it aggravated an old injury, but um, it was uh, but uh, bad enough for him to require... Uh, Oh, sorry, aggravated an old injury, but it's bad enough for him to require surgery. Uh, the crew have been warned that they could face a four to five week break in filming at very least. Uh, I don't think it'll be longer than that. He's older, 70 or so. It's probably like seven, seven to eight weeks, I'd say. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, so I reckon the person who was given the diagnosis there recognises Harrison Ford and is like, oh, Harrison, I like him in Indy. It's Indy. He's like 30 something. Yeah, four to five weeks. That's their picture of him is from the the movies, not the person stood in front of him is in, in his seventies. So like, oh, I'll give him a, he's the hardy fella. He's he's 
he's he's outrun a giant boulder. It's obvious he can he can shrug this injury off. He's fought, easy he's fought killer ants and flying monkeys. He's even met Shia LaBeouf. With all that resilience, should be able to stand up. If you're if you're an old man and your fucking shoulder your arm pops out, you're not going to be in the best of moves. And uh, yeah, it's I don't know how they're going to do this because there's a good chance it'll happen again. So it's literally you're going to be seeing Harrison Ford from the front and the stunt man from the back. So every yeah. time they have like a stunt scene or something like, that, it will be the stunt man from the back. So I, uh, it's going to be know, like, yeah, you, you know those um those fake faces that people can get now, where they pull them over the top of their head, latex face, and it it can be it can look incredibly realistic. <laughs> you, That's you what they're going to have <laughs> on the stunt double. No, not so, just one that goes like that, but you know, yeah, no, full yeah, head like, over the top into the shoulders. Thing. And uh, yeah, you'll have a couple of staples here. <laughs> you can only look dead on because he they did do that with Hugo Weaving in Matrix. No, when they had uh, known the last Matrix f- film where the Neo's fighting millions of him, right? Well, they made yeah. all the, the stunt people wear a Hugo Weaving mask, yeah, and yeah, then they, they CGI'd in the load after and look crap. Why bother? <laughs> it's, it's either that or they do it like a they turn him into a Super Marion puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Hans. <laughs> FAB. <laughs> I would I, I, I'd seriously work on finding someone the same size and build of, of him and scanning his face in and deep faking him. Seriously, I, 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 you've got to just consider that now. It's like kind of dude, just just get Harrison to sit in the trailer and just say some random shit just to, to make the computer model complete and then we can then move on. Yeah, tell him to just say his lines, and then uh, yeah, we'll just deep fake the rest of the film. Cheers, mate. That would probably that would probably work. even just for the fight scenes. Film it with distance yeah. for the fight scenes. The close-ups use actually use Harrison Ford. Yeah, but if it's true that it's, if Indy's going into space, then this isn't really a problem because you just stick him in one of those vomit comets and he can do all his acting in that, like they you did in the Apollo thirteen. big old helmet on. So you know. How much can he hurt himself? Weightless. It's uh, great for the bones. Stephen Hawkins did it and came back dead. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's a lie. <laughs> but it sounds funny. <laughs> um, the only disabled person you could take the piss out of because he was a genius. That's the that's the great thing about Stephen Hawkins. So one thing I really liked about that because he was like, I've got the problems of the universe, so why are we going to bother with your fucking tweets? Um, this film is going to be a fucking miracle if it gets made. Sorry, I'd have to put that in there. Yeah, yeah. it is, yeah. Well, it, it, he injured himself on, on a train. I think it's on top of the train, you know, how these sort of scenes are. Um, uh, I'm just wondering how many trains there are in space. So, uh, not many, I would I, would I don't expect. know. I don't know. Right. I, I've seen space bits. I've seen wormhole bits. Um I imagine it might be the last act would be around a, a, a space flight of sorts. Um, and it would fit with the Nazis helping out with all of that stuff. And Bill has just been really busy in, in the comments here. So let's, let's just uh, let's take a moment to, to observe some of these. This is nature's way of, say, of saying, stop wasting Harrison's Ford retirement on dead franchises. 
Um, and then we've got Harrison for uh, Harrison Ford leaked quote: "I'm falling and I can't get up." <laughs> um, Harrison Ford should be used as Star Trek's Captain Pike's wheelchair. Uh, sorry, should use Captain Pike's wheelchair. <laughs> I love that one. I, set, I love that one. I need to set all my, um, my all my text in old man text. It's easy to read when you're doing this. Um, yeah, as I said, it's going to be a miracle this thing gets made. Yeah, hmm. I, I, yeah, they could have, they should have made one after the Crystal Skull, but then again, it was the Crystal Skull. So I don't think they wanted to follow up so quickly. Well, after they were, the they were. It was gonna, it was gonna be handed over to Shia LaBeouf, wasn't it? <laughs> And then, well. was, <laughs> and then they realized it was Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. So, did you ever, right, just before we move on to the next story, did you ever hear about the Shia LaBeouf, um, he will not divide us, like art installation that he tried doing in New York? And people yes. went there, pranked it, and then he put a flag up, and then people found out where the flag was. Even here in the UK, they found it was on top of a, a museum in in uh, Liverpool, and then they found that it was in a, some someone's house down some random street in London because he was that desperate not to do it. Greatest game of capture flag ever. I loved it. I'll have to send you the links to it. A guy called Internet Historian does some great stuff. Anyway, I think it's time we moved on to our next story. Um, let's have this one. On Facebook, give us a like on our Facebook page, Monkey Nut Punch. Thanks. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, dear. Scarlett Johansson insists uh, now is the correct time to say goodbye to her role as Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, in the Marvel films. The actress, 36, stars as the tit a title character in the upcoming Black Widow movie set for release next month. Uh, the star of the silver screen claims that she's more than happy to leave Marvel franchise while it's still going strong. This was a statement from like last year. <laughs> this really was. Um, my first argument is um, you died in Endgame, love. Yeah. Your character's, it was gone in Endgame. We know this. This, this film should have been where Captain Marvel was. This should be Captain Marvel now. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know what the Everybody's hell's going not. on there. But here's the funny thing. Um, when she realises that, that it's it's harder to get money now because of the way cinemas are, are being set up because of the COOF or C19, um, it'll be, how can I put it politely, uh, she'll be fucking knocking on that door. I well, guarantee Three years from now, it'll be, well, you know, kids kind of growing up, gone to school a bit, so I don't have to worry about too much about them. So, um I'll be Natasha Romanoff again. And, go now. and then, this is the funny thing. This is Hollywood's reply. No love, you're too old. Because that's how they treat female actresses in Hollywood. But they, they can't say that anymore because it's all about oh, the no, whammy, they can't say it? that. They just do that. They never said that. They just did that. Seriously, when they hit 40, that's it. They just, there are two actress, actresses. Um, can't remember the bloody names. The only, the only ones... <laughs> well, no, no, because they, they're British. They never, they, they had theatre, theatrical backgrounds. They were in the lovey crowd, not in the Hollywood block blockbuster crowd, shall we say? So they would always get work somewhere, bit TV, theatre, whatever. So they were always safe. But the the starlets, like Scarlett Johansson and, and God, who was the one? Was it Megan Fox in Transformers? Have you? Has anyone yes. seen her? Yeah, she was Me in Transformers. 
That's because she slagged off um, Michael. What's his Bay, didn't she? And then Michael she Bay. kind of got she 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 was blacklisted after that. Well, she extent. blew him, so you know. Come on, <laughs> we know, we know, we know. That's, that's, I still that's, think yeah. Michael Bay should make porn. I mean, it would be the greatest porn ever. It would. Now, I'm so I've serious. Heard, I'm serious. I've heard the following that there is a Hollywood director that does make porn. I wish. Yeah, it was and Bay. the porn stars will not talk. It's these interviews. They say there's one Hollywood director that makes porn, but they keep quiet about it and they do it under a different name. It might be Michael Bay. <laughs> it would be funny if it was. It would but be. Say, I mean, by saying that, Michael Bay's the, the first lot of films that Michael Bay did with like kind of uh, the, the first set of bad boys, The Rock, they were great. When they yeah. had, uh, was it Don Simpson with him? Yeah. They were f- brilliant films. Bad Boys I is an awesome that. film. Bad Boys, right? This is how I love the films in the 90s and 80s where like kind of you've got like two minutes to, to tell me about these two characters, yeah? And Bad Boys, yeah, the first bit is when they get they get, get carjacked, yeah? The woman walks past, they're both like leering at her and all of a sudden they come across. What's his mush Lawrence's mouthing off? He's having a go at him and then they kick the shit out of him and it tells you everything you need to know about the characters that in that is one scene. Fucking brilliant scene. They're having this argument. It's like, shut the fuck up! And then the, and, and it's like... And he's pointing the gun, and then they just turn around with the fucking guns and kick the shit. Oh, I love that. Scene. I love Bad Boys. Brilliant film. Bad Boys Two is quite good as well. The like, I didn't mind the, the last one, apart from they I killed someone. The third, one. The, the, the third one was good. Um, yeah, genuinely, I, it was a return to form. It was, but it had Michael Bay in it too. He was um, yes. at the wedding. Yes, um, but they killed they killed off the what's it the, the captain. Yeah, I know. I know. I was that gutted about that. Oh, I like that captain but you know it was to, to increase the stakes and whatnot um yeah so getting back to it um stupid woman yeah it's, it's, you've already left you've left you left last year the film's been in the can you don't have to do anything now you've gone he's gone bye i think it was a mistake to get rid of her but then i think the whole of Endgame was a mistake. I have been very vocal about that. Um, and yeah, I just, okay. I just can't get that excited about Marvel. The one time I did was a massive letdown. Um, so, um, what it was, that, I mean, Scar- right, hang, Scarlet, on a second. hang on a second. Yeah. That sounds like a tricky wank to me. I wonder if it's loaded. That's what Marvel feels like. Sorry, that was the perfect place. I had to I had to cut you off there because it was a perfect place to kill it. Um, right, Transformers, new Transformers: Rise of the Beasts hints at appearance of uh, G1's RC Cheetah and Unicron. Unicron's going to be a bit of a difficult one because he's fucking massive. Um, and they made you they made up Cybertron's bigger than Earth, where Cybertron's smaller than Earth because the Autobots and Decepticons always complain about how flat Earth was in comparison to uh to Cybertron. But uh, yeah, there's a load of information popping out about it. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast was set uh, as um, ah, let me start again. Transformers Rise of the Beast, uh, a set of new rumors ostensibly obst- reveals numbers of uh, oh. F- Fucking hell, tongue twister. Old characters that you used to know in Transformers when you were little, like RC, which is the only female 
Transformer from the generation two, I think was by the way, by the way of putting it. Uh, and that in there. So they've got all the kind of new ones in there. The one big one is Unicron. There's um oh Primal Maximum because they did the Beast Wars thing was done by the guys who did that. Um what was it called? The thing with mainframe reboot. They did a yeah, kids cartoon cool. called reboot. So they've got Maximal Primal. He does that's probably the best looking one there. A giant fuck off robot gorilla. He looks kind of cool. With the blue sort look- of transforming eyes. The trouble is though, the only Transformer movie I truly really like is Bumblebee. Um and I love the opening to that movie as well. You know, the real sort of um look at um uh Cybertron and everything at the beginning of that film. If they do it like Bumblebee, it will work. If they do it like all the previous movies, it just meh. I mean, okay, the first Transformers movie was all right, um, partly because Megan Fox was hot in that movie. Don't care what anyone says she was, um, especially when she's bent over the car. See, Michael Bay should make porn. Um, but um, if he doesn't, we don't know if he doesn't. But well, it's true. Um, but the rest of them weren't anything to write home about. But Bumblebee was good. Bumblebee was generally good. But that was partly because of Hayley Seifeld. So, they did. They, I, I think the, the, the thing with Bumblebee is they reduced the scope of the bloody story, which helped because hmm. everything so it was always like the end of the earth. The, everything's the end of the earth. Not just we have to kick the shit out of the Decepticons and get them off the planet, yeah, or stop them from carrying out one just one dastardly scheme. And it's usually to steal some form of energy somewhere, yeah, because they get enough energy, they get off the planet, they're fucking Cybertron. But no, they can fly off the planet now. If they would have kept it, they needed fucking spaceships to get from Earth to Cybertron. They could have kept that whole, you know, them stealing energy and stuff. But as I said, it's 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 the Unicron one. Just to the point out that that's a that's Cybertron, Nige, because you probably remember this, and the giant robot standing on its Unicron. So yeah, that's going to be a bit of the difficult side to to do. Um, well, Unicron was <coughs> Earth, wasn't it? At no, the you, end of. Unic- at the oh, end of it? the last Transformers movie, he was he was in the Earth, wasn't he? Because there were bits of him coming out of the Earth. That was the one. With I don't the, know. I the, didn't. I didn't watch the last. The one, one with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, it was dreadful. And it was long and it was crap and it was boring. Um, um, but it had Anthony Hopkins in it, which is about the only good thing about it. Um, but um, um, let's see. Let's see. I mean, Bumblebee was good. I have to admit. Yeah. See, the problem with it is, is the Beast Wars stuff happened like pre um, uh, the Autobots coming to Earth. So I don't know how they're exactly going to do that. It's going to be a weird one, but it's like they've got, as I said, the the primal Mac, uh, prim, uh, Mac, oh, the, the that bit of footage where they've kind of transformed a, a gorilla into Optimus Prime sort of thing looks good. So I don't know. I'm hoping that they can sort this out because. There's some great. If you watch that cartoon as a kid, because I, I watch it every so often as an adult, and as an adult, I think it's as a bit of kids' entertainment is fantastic. The bit where Unicron gets Megatron, and he's like, kind of right. He goes, I summoned you here, and he's like, no one summons me. And he's like, oh no, okay. Well, I'm pleased to be the first because you do as I say, or I'll destroy you. <laughs> and he literally just stamps. He like says that he's gonna um, do him in, and he changes him into Galvatron and then Galvatron turns up and destroys Starscream and it's like who are you? Here's a hint. It's like kind of 
that was Megatron, I suppose. But I, I don't know. I'm hoping, yeah, I said Bumblebee was good. A smaller scope story, I think, helped. So I think I liked okay. I liked Bumblebee, and I got a kick out of seeing that that sort of whole Cybertron sequence at the beginning. That was kind of cool, and that was Cybertron done properly on film for the first fucking time. And yeah. um, generally enjoyed that. But then the Netflix Transformer series, the recent one, was really good. So you know that took me back to the sort of being a kid in the eighties watching the Transformers cartoons. It's um, I, I generally quite enjoyed the Netflix cartoon. It was good. Um, that but, was uh, that was it was good. It uh, came up with it with a few things. Nigel, I'll just like to remind you, mate, you're on camera. We can all see you leaning forwards. Leaning um, on my hand. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's move on to uh, let's move on to TV because we. Oh no, no. Hang on a second. These notes didn't update. I know they didn't update because there's one story that's not on here. And it's the Shang-Chi trailer, which I put in uh, here, which is not on here. And that's what well, I you've get also, to put in. You, yeah, go on. You, you missed out another trailer on the TV thing, not that we usually cover it, but we might want to. What's that one? I, I, I'm almost, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt me to say, card season two. <coughs> oh, no, I wasn't going to do that. It's not worth what, talking you about. Gonna it's going to be shit. You're going to show no, the gonna be shit. bit. Yes, I know. No, but it's going to be shit. If, it, 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 you know what I'll do is I will find that that video of the decaying fox where the maggots eat it, and we'll watch that rather than the Picard trailer. And I'll feel that I have some kind of catharsis. Oh, it's going to be oh. it's going to be crap. But it was kind of cool seeing Q. That I will admit, it was cool seeing Q. But that's it. That is it. And he does look old. And something's gone wrong with his nose. It's gone. It's, it's not. It's got flat nose. <laughs> anyway, yes. all right. Well, well sorry. I, I, I did. No, I didn't want to put the, the Picard trailer in there because I, I, I think Picard is worse than Discovery. I agree with you. It is far worse. I could the the first. That's because it's more of a travesty. It's because it's no, more. Of a no, I think it's just poorly written i think it's so more poorly written forget if you if you just look if you looked at discovery as a, a science fiction series on its own you could could probably watch it yeah if you remove the star season trek ones from it season yeah? one yes maybe yes season one okay but um when you get to season three of it just season season two of uh, sorry whether it was picard I couldn't watch it. It was just crap. It was just. Yeah, it, no, was it was worse garbage. than it was worse than Discovery. I'm sorry. I couldn't watch it because it was that crap. crap. Yeah, it was when yeah, I started ripping off the thing. Anyway, sorry. Let me move on to the next one, which was uh, let's uh, let's have one of these. Hello. Um. So uh, the Shang, a second Shang Tree trailer dropped, and there's one interesting thing in it. The Ten Rings gave our family power. If you want them to be yours one day, you have to show me you are strong enough to carry them. You are a product of all who came before you. The legacy of your family. You are your mother. Whether you like it or not, you are also your father. I 
told my men they wouldn't be able to kill you if they tried. Glad I was right. He was just a criminal who murders people. Be careful how you speak to me, boy. I thought I could change my name. Start a new life. But I could never escape his shadow. My son, you can't run from your past. Hmm. Is this what you wanted? You got this. Thank you. I will say one thing, right? That was a way better trade than the first one. It is, but it does suffer from from the, the the one thing that I think causes an issue with with Shang Chi. It's a character we don't fuck all about. We know it's pretty much a carbon copy of Bruce Lee. I've, I don't know why I care about him. He's not got like the Tony Stark swagger. He's not got Captain America, Captain America's kind of thing. He's not got um, Thor's kind of hubris ego that he needed beating him out out of him. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I'm I'm not sold on the actor playing him. That's my problem, I think. I don't I think know. The first the first thing is right. The first thing is, yeah, if I was Asian, I've probably got the same build as him. I'm fat. <laughs> That's my first problem. You expect this guy to be like Bruce Lee, yeah? You expect yeah. him to be like like that tight kind of sinewy kind of musculature sort of thing, yeah? You feel like you could peel off a bit of him and eat it, you know, because the flesh. Um, not I'm sounding, I'm not sounding cannibal or anything. Um, <laughs> but he just, he looks so ordinary. He doesn't convey anything to me. But I don't know if they're showing the full thing off yet because clearly the trailer doesn't show him with his full powers. Obviously, he gains the He doesn't have to show rooms. him with his full powers. You just have to show me something of the character. There must yeah, be a standout a... character moment. He's not I... got anything. He's the bit, totally the uncharismatic. Bit with, the bit with the dragon was kind of cool. Um, because after all those bloody Netflix Marvel series teasing dragons and never seeing them, and knowing full well that dragons do exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I kind of got a mini kick out of seeing that. I thought, oh, that's cool. Um, I like the fact that they are actually finally doing the Mandalorian, although they should have done it in Iron Man. Um, although, don't get me wrong, I love Ben Kingsley. I was the toaster Croyd, and it still makes me laugh. But um... no, no, because if they would have done that right, that would have been the setup for the Mandarin. Yeah, well, they did. That would have been the setup for the Mandarin. Yeah, they did, they did, they did after this. the fact. They and did, they yes. did after the fact. Yeah, they did a Marvel one case, shot. Because there was the reference to the Ten Rings in the first Iron Man film, because that was the organization yeah. that were trying to get the weapons from Tony Stark and got him to build the Iron Man suit. Um, and they should have just, you know, they should have just expanded on it from there. 
Um, well, I'm hoping that yeah. this film touches on that, at least, you know, touches on the sort of Iron Man legacy. Look, I'm not holding out much hope because, as I said, I don't trust Marvel anymore. Um, I, you, you burned me, Marvel. Um, and uh, But... That was a way better trailer than the first one. Yeah, um, it, 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 it was. It was a way better trailer than the first one. Because in the first one, he didn't say a word. And it was his his girlfriend, or if it is a girlfriend, doing all the talking. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. It's got Michelle Yeoh in it. It's, everything seems to have her in it. Yeah, but she was doing a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon thing in that suit with the, and pushing the air, which was cool. And I love Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I still love that film. I, um, I'm annoyed that the rings aren't rings is the other thing, too. Well, they are. They're just arm rings. They, they, they're Stargate Finger rings. Finger rings. More like bracelets. <laughs> yeah, yes, they're bracelets. They are, yeah. It's not 10 rings. It's 10 bracelets. Hmm. Um, I don't... The fingers of their rings, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what it is, is is the story is, is the Mandarin found a crashed alien spaceship and he ripped the technology out of it. He, he figured out what it was. He ripped the technology out of it and he put each bit into one of the rings. So like kind of the ability to control like fields, the ability to make things hot, make things cold. And he put them in these rings, which you like could then could control and project and whatnot. But it's like kind of, oh, it's too like the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, we can't keep doing that. And it's all... Like, oh. Anyway, uh, it's a better trailer. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a better trailer. There's no two ways about it. Um, I'm still annoyed because I want to. I want to like. I want to like the guy. I want to be excited by it. The, the exciting bit was that was at the end where he fought the abomination. I'm more excited to see the Mandarin than I am to see Chang Chi. Because um, yeah. the Mandarin, if they do it right, they should keep him around as a bad guy. Um, and that's that's what I want really. If you, if you lost Chang Chi at the end of this and kept the Mandarin as a bad guy, we'd be all right. Um, which would be much better. Um, let him wake up and I'll put him back on screen because he's falling asleep there. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it's one of those things. So um, let's move into TV news and just uh, let uh, Nigel refresh himself, shall we? This one I find a bit funny because... Low-key viewership numbers reportedly tumble from uh, tumble over 160,000 between episodes one and three of Loki. Um, we'll talk about that in a moment, um, and then hopefully we'll get all this stuff sorted. But uh, Marvel Studios' uh, recently uh, recent Disney Plus series Loki see fans abandoning the show in large numbers with data from Samba TV uh, reporting viewership has declined over 100,000 viewers between the first... Uh, and third episode. Now they Disney do the classic thing where Disney turn around and say, "Hey, this is the most um, exciting thing that we've ever done. We've never added X person into this thing here. Disney Plus is we've got more viewers on this than ever because um, they keep doing the shit. It drives me driving squarely up the wall. But if you know anything about TV series, um, they tend to drop off. There's only one exception to that, and that's um, Breaking Bad." We went the mm. other way around. Only TV series mm. that I know might be other TV series um, to do it, but Breaking Bad was only one that all of a sudden went up. There aren't that many TV series that that finish these days with more viewers than when they started. Depending, it depends on what it is. If it's an obscurity like Breaking Bad came out of the field um, and just got more and more popular by word of mouth. 
Um, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm still I still think Loki is the best of the three so far. Um, I I reserve judgment until it ends. When it ends, even um, even if it ends poorly, this has been less boring and more enjoyable, and I'm not expecting. I'm not expecting anything from this. I'm not expecting, you know, WandaVision had that promise that they didn't fulfill. Loki doesn't have that. Um, this episode suffered a bit from from not having, well, we can talk about that in the review, but um, it's not spectacular. It's not, oh, I must catch the, the next episode of this. It's the only fucking thing on at the moment. So that and Superman, and Superman and Lois is off for a few weeks now. Um, and and it, it, it appears that CW is intent on trying to kill it um, because yeah, it's good they, they, and not they work. Yeah, they don't, they don't like the idea of it uh, in not conforming and being really popular because but all of a sudden it's, like, it's obvious that that what they're doing is not working. But here's the thing, right? The thing with Superman and Lois is that you've got this powerful godlike guy and yet Lois holds her own. And it isn't done in a woke way. It's done in a husband and wife way and it's written well and it works. They are not so absolutely obsessed on making the woman be better than the man. They work as a partnership. And guess what? It really works, and the story is good. Yeah, okay, it has moments of wokeness in it, but that's normal these days. But genuinely, it's been the best fucking thing on American TV in donkey's ages. Mm. You know, and 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 it's it's held up. It's been enjoyable. Last week's episode was really good because they did a uh, they did kind of like a, it was kind of clever how they did it. They kind of did a flashback, but it wasn't. And and the ending is quite kind of cool. But they did like the bit where he first meets Lois and where he's wearing the suit that his mum made him. They did that and the suit's kind of cute. And it, it, it generally, I hope it comes onto UK TV because it's fucking good. I know I keep banging on about it, but it generally is good. Um, and yet it yeah. seems that CW are trying to kill it. <laughs> As I said, because it goes against everything that they've they've taught themselves over the last what ten years, is it proves everything that they they think is wrong, hmm. and the writers and producers on it were probably went, we think you're doing it wrong. This is how you should do it, and then they start doing it like it, and they went, oh, we can't have this win, can we? But it is, it's winning because it's 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 good. Um, right, let's move on to the reviews. I think we've lost Nigel. Um, I don't know if he's having what I lovingly refer to as an armored shank interface. Um, so uh, if he if he's if he's well enough, he'll, he can add himself back into the conversation. So uh, um, I did have some sad music. Have we got any sad music? Uh, nothing. No, we haven't got any sad music. Ah, oh, damn. Um, yeah, I was hoping to play something that we could do. Anyway, let's move on to uh, let's move on to talking about Loki. All right, so um, I watched Loki, and I felt like I was watching another TV show. I really did. Um, it does feel like so much butter spread across 
so much bread, if you know what I mean. It's like when you run out of butter and you're trying to desperately fill in, 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 the, in the bread. They should have just gone for a film try to make everyone excited for it but they know about the the, the weekly patterns quite a good one to keep people on their streaming service and they are desperately trying to make it work now um i i my favorite thing about loki is listening to um tom hiddleston and owen wilson talk i enjoy that the most that's the bit that yeah. makes me that makes me enjoy so uh this week my least favorite episode uh because i didn't talk um so yeah it did it could have been so much better i uh, i'm sorry but america you really don't understand british accents loki tom hilson has a posh english accent as loki you don't put a common english accent against tom hilson's posh English accent. That's the first thing that really clashed for me. Um, I mean, to the point that it was terrible. Um, I'm not saying that she's a bad actress. It's just the accent that she's using does not work when you are. And you have to put somebody in that is as charismatic as Tom Hiddleston is. And you can do that. You can find that, you know, there are, there are great, fem, you know, female actors that can go up against Tom. I mean, for fuck's sake. Olivia Coleman was brilliant against Tom Hiddleston's thing, you know, uh, charismatic when, when they were in The Night Manager. The two of them worked really well together. The two of them, yeah. you know, complemented each other. Um, so, that, you know, it's definitely, I mean, you could have had Olivia Coleman as a female um, Loki and that would have worked. Um, yeah. But this so far doesn't really work for me. And the whole episode was a short one. Like, I feel like we're getting conned again by Disney, you know, six episodes and they're only like, they're not even like six episodes of BBC one hour long ones. No, they're six episodes that, that vary in, in length. And it, it get, you're right. It should have been a film. It feels like Marvel doesn't know how to write TV and, and none of them have worked. I mean, Falcon, the winter soldier, the more I think about it, the more angry that makes me. Cause it was just, it was just a big look at how great we are. Um, I, I didn't like this third episode that much. I enjoyed the second episode of Loki quite a bit. This one lacked, I'm sorry, but Owen Wilson or somebody, if they'd cast somebody to play that, 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 you know, stood their own against Tom Hiddleston's, uh, Loki, that, that could have worked, so, but they didn't. Right. Okay. This is how I think it's going to go, but I'm going to be proved completely wrong. Yeah. Um, that woman is being persuaded that she's Loki. Yeah, she's got magic powers and whatnot, but Loki has convinced her that she she's the female version of Loki or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the case, and I think that the person in charge of the Time Variance Authority is Loki, because that, that would be a be great fucking trick. They, and well, that, that would, that would Loki be Loki. And they, I mean, she said that all of the people in the time, time uh, the TVA are variants, which was interesting because I thought, okay, where are we going? Doesn't it sound like they're being tricked? Yes. And who's the biggest trickster in the universe? Loki. But it's not going to be that unless it's the female Loki in charge of the Time Variance Authority. So there's the I, I'm absolutely, it's a really good thing, but I don't want to get too excited about it because this is the thing why I sort of don't want to speculate too much about it because I did that with WandaVision and my mind went, oh, we could put, you know, they could bring in the fans and they did none of that. Um, yeah. 
and and you know I'm sorry, even if you'd had Doctor Strange in it at the end, it still wouldn't have been it still would have been a letdown because it's just a piece of shit. Um but I didn't enjoy this episode much, that much, and I, and it is partly because I don't think she. I'm not saying she's a bad actress because she's not, but they, everybody's bang on about how great she is and how wonderful she is. She she sorry, she just did. She doesn't have the same chemistry as as Tom Hiddleston has. She doesn't have the same the charisma. They she doesn't hold her own against him, and it isn't because she's an unknown. It's because she just doesn't. I don't know what it was. Just, just, it just didn't work for me like he does, and that you know, it's a shame. Um, this would this would right. have been where I would have cast somebody like. I know I keep going back to that, but that's the person that I saw Tom, you know, acting with, yeah. and yeah, you keep wanting to fucking crowbar Olivia Coleman into everything. Um, well, she is bloody good. I mean, I, I love her to pieces. I, I adore Olivia Coleman. I think she's fantastic. But she okay. was good in The Night Manager, and that's what worked. Okay. All right. Um, first things first, did this feel like the uh, Doctor Who episode um, Utopia? Yes. I was watching it, and I was yes. just like, this feels like something else I've watched. Like last time, it felt like something else I watched, and it was Doctor Who both times. Um, I suppose it's time travel. It's like kind of quick find time travel shows and watch as many time travel shows as they all just watched Doctor Who, David Tennant. Um, it felt like Utopia, especially with the rocket, and they had to get to the rocket and they were going to sort the mm. sort the power supply out. And I went, that's the same Doctor Who story as them trying to fix it with with the thingy. Um, yeah, that was that was fun. Um, and then they had the the, the fight and what towards the end. Um, and then they had the thing about Loki being bisexual. Now. Yeah. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on this, and my feeling is that uh, Loki comes across as uh, went to boarding school. Don't take this the wrong way, Keith. All right, take going to boarding school, so there could be an element of bisexuality in there because of that element. Do you know what I mean? Did Posh it feel crowbarred? Because to me, it felt crowbarred in. It felt. It did feel crow. Yeah, I, I, I'll be it, honest with you. It didn't. It, it, it was. It. They should have been talking about Odin and Thor. Rather than than his, his mother, exactly. Or exactly. They should, or they should have. I mean, I think it's us. Like, like he should, the female Lorena, or whatever her name is, Sylvia. Um, she should have been asking um, Loki about. Did you find anyone? Was there anyone in your life that made you happy? And if he would have turned around and said the only woman that made me happy was my mum, then that would have been a better onboarding for the conversation that they had than the way they did it. Yeah, I haven't it found a woman. That makes me happy. I, I, I didn't, I didn't. It, that just made me cringe. That whole moment in it. Now, I loved I just, him being drunk. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Look, I don't have a problem with him being. This is the thing. I don't have a problem with him being bisexual. Actually, it kind of makes sense. But it's the re. It was how it was done. It was again. Yeah. Look at us. We're inclusive. It, yeah. It wasn't important to the story whatsoever. No. It didn't need to be in there. Out of all the out of all the characters in probably the Marvel universe, I would probably have put Loki down for bisexual. And it comes back down to the boarding school thing. Yeah, even James mm. Bond. If James Bond described himself as bisexual, he'd be because of boarding school and then the navy. Um, <laughs> that's how I would put it down. If you turn around and told me that James Bond was bisexual, it's because he went to boarding school and he was in the navy. Maybe the boarding school caused him to go to the navy. Do you know what I mean? 
Posh if you wait a boarding school or the Navy or in both, I apologise for my co-host here. <laughs> and if you're bisexual and you've been to boarding school or the Navy, then um, I'm right. Award yourself a gold star. <laughs> see, the thing, see, the thing is, the thing is, there'll be there'll be people, maybe there's people who listen to us who, who are what like, described. But if you know anything about Norse mythology, um, Loki did get fucked by a horse. Yes, this is true. Um, this um, is the, the he asked what was it? Um, Thor asked Loki to get a, a put a wall up around Asgard. So he employed this giant, which he thought would be an impossible task for him to do it. It looked like he was going to do it, but if he did it by the time he got to marry Thor's wife, yeah, and Thor's uh, not Thor's wife, Odin's wife, and Odin's like, I'm not fucking having that. And it, it was this horse, this giant's horse, is the bit that that, that helped him. So. He said to him, because you've got to distract the horse. And because Loki could shapeshift, he turned into a mare and disappeared off, and the horse followed him off. And Loki never wants to talk about that ever again, so we assumed he got fucked. <laughs> it's I can't remember the story completely. It was from Neil Gaiman, I think. It's his Norse mythology series. Really good. Um, I do recommend listening to it, because you can listen to it to burst, so you can listen to a single story and move on. Um, the one I like is how Thor got his hammer. And it starts off with Loki uh, making Thor's wife, Freya, I think it's Freya's name, uh, bald. So he made her bald. And Thor woke up and went, what the fuck? It's you. I know it's you. Don't fucking lie to me. I will break every bone in your body if you lie to me. Go fix it now. And he went off and he found these two sinister, like I don't know if they're dwarfs or elves, um, and then tricked them into to fucking up Thor's hammer. The reason Thor's hammer's got a short handle is because uh, when they were making it, Loki fucked it up and he went, ah, oh. see, so the agreement was for a hammer, a boat, and a wig, and you know, haven't quite delivered on the hammer, so uh, I'm just taking them and I'm fucking off. Bye. And then I think he killed them after. But um, but that's Loki. Loki's, Loki's neither good nor evil. He's just complicated. So let's move on to our, on to our next bit. Just before you go into the, the final what the fuck story, I don't know if you've heard this, and I wouldn't blame you for not covering this, but you know that the the, the next season of Doctor Who only has eight episodes because of the coup. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. they was going to have eight episodes anyway, I'll be honest with you. There's going to be two specials next year. But at the end of that... No, it doesn't count until Chibnall's gone. Apparently, they're both going. I don't, I don't, Apparently, they're both going because yeah, the Kathleen American... Yeah, Kennedy's viewer... been fired. Well, no, no, no. The American press has been... I think somebody at the BBC has finally woken up that they've got to actually make some money. Um, and that BBC America is not doing so well in the ratings because BBC America is a commercial radio uh, uh, station and TV therefore station. Commercial, uh, commercials, uh, you know... And apparently the advertising is getting a bit uppity about it. And the American press has been very unfavorable to it. Even, you know, the lobbies are saying how bad the writing is in Doctor Who. They're very, very vocal about it in the US. So it's, it's shit. I can write, but me and you, we could spitball for an afternoon and we could probably come up with a better season of Doctor Who. Oh, it's easy. We yeah. would employ, the thing is that we would employ better writers than us because we'd want it to actually work because that's the first thing you do mm. in a situation like that is employ someone better than you <laughs> so to make sure it gets right one thing olivia coleman would have been a bad 
missing one of, and you know that. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> Now, I've already seen this. Mum, who thought she'd bought, bagged herself a bargain, Lilo, left in stitches when it arrives. Mum, who ordered a bargain £2 Lilo to keep cool, was left baffled when the delivery was more X-rated than expected. And thousands <laughs> of people have been left in hysterics by her mistake. Now, I don't know if there's a video playing there. Um, yeah, it bloody has. Hang on a second. I'm going to refresh the page there because I want you to see the image. Where is it? Come on. Come on, load, load, please, load. There we go. So, oh, I hate this thing. I really hate this thing. Oh, the mirror's I terrible. Need to, you need to get an ad blocker in. I know I need to get oh. an ad blocker in, but it's. <laughs> I use, would usually use Brave for it, but oh, my God. So, did you see the picture? Where's the picture? There must be a picture. Yeah, there it is. A, oh. <laughs> She's taped so, up the picture. So yeah, there's um, it's how can I put it? It's more. It's a naked man lying lying on a lino. Well, no, 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 because it's the certain aspects of it, protrusions, shall we say? Because you can definitely see a lump there poking out from under that. Oh, because uh, it's not a lilo, it's a sex lilo. <laughs> Uh, is it? Uh, is that yes. why she's taped up the mouth? <laughs> yes, I believe that is the case. So she's bought. A, she thought she was getting herself a lilo for two quid. Turns out that uh, yeah, it's a sex lilo for lonely people or people experimenting. Oh, shall Debbie. we say? So yeah, <laughs> so Debbie thought she nabbed a bargain, but hopefully she's made enough money on talk, TikTok or Tok Tick or whatever it is to. Uh, Buy yourself proper lilo. So there you go. Um, it's like batteries from pound shops. It's just not worth it at the end of the day. It really isn't. Get yourself some rechargeables. Um, it's a good brand of rechargeables. And on that note, I think it's time uh, we say goodbye. Now, uh, I'm going to bring Nigel in for a moment so he can just cough and, and then drop off. So, Nigel, can I get a cough from you? <coughs> Computer says Thank no. you very much, Nigel. Now we're going to kick him off. <laughs> Yes, Nigel's, Nigel's come down ill in the middle of the podcast, so um, send him nice thoughts if you'd be so kind. And uh, I think it's time that we say goodbye. So say goodbye, Keith. I was going to say nice then. Goodbye. And we will be back on Thursday with a gaming roundup. So join us for that. And uh, we'll see you next week for the Monkey Nut Punch podcast. Bye-bye. Happy bye. Just like to point out, my mum did a similar thing where she ordered what she thought was a 12-inch inflatable pianist. <laughs>